Hey, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. So we're talking about incentive for us to realize how much we have to be grateful for. And this is simply a comparison of this man who lived under Saddam Hussein, and he's telling how it was there. And I'd like you to take a note of how it was there and how we have it here. It's like a completely different world, and aren't we fortunate, and shouldn't we make the most out of it? Enjoy it the most, progress it the most, uh, contribute more, that kind of thing, and not complain and complain and look for your next indulgence fix kind of thing. You know, all of us have a little bit of that or a lot or whatever, and we're just trying to get perspective, and this gives quite a bit of perspective here. You know, uh, we're talking about dictatorship versus democracy and how karma wraps into all that. And, you know, Saddam Hussein is no longer in power. However, there are many other dictatorships around the planet that are just as grotesque as this one was. Yes. So whether you want to apply this to what was, but think, yes, but it's not there anymore, but it is other places. And if we as a country are going to help, the world come into a golden age we must deal with these things you know it was uh, it's a pretty different experience when you go into the military when you did go into the military under Saddam Hussein <laughs> it's not a very pretty picture you know I've never heard of this with our military bases but over there when you're in the military it's more like a prison I mean there's barbed wire all around these military bases with guards keeping you in. <laughs> that's like You know what's wrong with that picture? That's like Russia with the iron curtain to keep people inside. You know, Russia basically uh imprisoned uh whole countries. Sure. You know, or or our country, you've got people wanting to come in Look that we're trying to keep out in this country uh, with uh in um Iraq, you had guards everywhere. Keeping people in. Right. Keeping people in. On all the borders, there were there were patrols all the time, constantly. Checkpoints all... You can't move around that country. You couldn't. You couldn't move around that country without having the proper papers. And even if you did have the proper papers, you were as much at risk for being uh, hauled into prison for no reason at all. Or they decide that they take a look at you and that you look pretty good for the possibility of a bribe. So it doesn't matter that you have the right paperwork. You look like you could be pulled in and get a bribe and get money out of. So they pull you in and whatever were your plans, they're lost. They're gone. They're history. So when you, if you decide to bribe them and maybe get, get the next step free, they might turn you in for that. If they you, might. If you don't bribe them, they might turn you in anyhow. There's always the risk that, you know, they hint at a bribe and then you go to bribe them and then they haul you in for that. It, it's trickery all over the place. Right. Paranoia, fear everywhere. They say, um, let's see, Allah is the god of deception. Yeah. And did you know that Saddam Hussein was trying to build a renaissance, a whole new age of... Muslim superiority, he built vast um, mus- Muslim, what is mosques? Mosques. Vast mosques. And some of the mosques had the spinnerets in the shape of like missiles, scud missiles and right. different missiles and different bombs. 
And so, so this is so supposed he, to be he a was religion. trying to bring the new, right. the, like the new age under Saddam Hussein. He was really driving on that. Yeah. So this guy, uh, Lewis, he goes into the military much against his uh, his better judgment. <laughs> you know, we're going to talk. He, he next, didn't have much of a choice, did he? No, we're going to talk next hour about his karma, how his karma in particular, his lessons in particular, got him all these experiences. But for now, we're talking more about the aspect of what it looks like to have lived or live in a dictatorship. So they had a job right here, at, you know, as new recruits in the military to uh, go under this uh, really nasty-looking wire, sharp wire fence, and they had 60 seconds to do it. Uh, otherwise, consequences, and this was typical. So he was next. Reluctantly, I crouched down in front of the barbed wire with my gun in hand, trying to ignore the explosions of the nearby AK. So they're they're down there trying to get under this wire, shooting guns at them. Of course, they're blanks at this time, but it still harries you. Sure does. You, you're given 60 seconds to get under. Very difficult. I gently moved my way to the other side, managing to emerge unscathed. As I stood up, the first Arif, or their teacher, if you will, looked at his watch. 68 seconds, he told me with menace in his voice. Come with me. Oh. He grabbed me by the shoulder, pushed me in front of him, and kicked me hard from behind. I fell to my knees. Over there, bellowed the second Arif. About 20 meters from the barbed wire was a muddy pit, perhaps 4 meters in diameter and a couple meters in deep. We'll have to finish this when we come back. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. Stay with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> 